Welcome to part two of this week's episode where we interview Adam Bernstein of the Roadie Rumble podcast. Uh, Adam knows everything it is about the Rams, and we have a good time talking about what we could expect to see Thursday night uh, uh, from that squad. Give it a listen and let us know what you think. Thanks. Or you can stop it. You should definitely keep talking. I should keep talking, right? Is that what we're saying? We should yep. just keep going. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep all of this in there. <laughs> we're gonna Welcome make you edit back, this shit. <laughs> Welcome. You would think that we've been uh, doing this after our weekly episode, but welcome back, everybody. This is uh, State of Atlanta here with uh, Adam Bernstein of the Roadie Rumble to talk about our uh, opening game this week. Welcome, Adam. Thanks for joining us, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, it's nice to meet you guys. Thank you for having me. Excellent. Yeah, we have uh, been talking a little bit um, before we got started here, so everyone's in prime form. Uh, all right, so uh, the, the Rams coming to Atlanta. First question I've got to ask is, are you making the trip? Will you be down in Atlanta for the game? Unfortunately, I won't be. Uh, I actually, so just to give you a little bit of background on myself, I actually just graduated from URI, but I'm from Long Island, uh, New York. So I, I won't be traveling with the team as much this year. I'll try and make it up to Rhode Island for a few games, but unfortunately, I, I won't be coming down to Atlanta. I wish I could, but just happy that college football is back. Let's see. Oh, God. Thank God. I, I asked that question. I, I asked that question because it sets the tone for the entire rest of the interview because now we can be as big of jerks as we want and not have to worry about you coming and punching us in the face uh, well, on Thursday night. ESPN Plus, so. There you go. There you go. Uh, so what should we know about this uh, this Rams team? I, I guess I, I know that uh, ranked number 23 in FCS coming in, um, you know, I guess just missed out on playoffs last season, back-to-back -back, uh, winning seasons from the coach. Uh, I guess expectations are pretty high for you guys this year, right? Yeah, actually, we've had winning seasons the last three years. Uh, I believe we're ranked 23 in the nation and 21. Uh, 23 was a coach's poll, 21 in the preseason uh, FCS poll. But, yeah, just kind of been on the cusp of making the playoffs. We haven't made the playoffs since, I believe it was 1985. Um, my dad went to URI. And I think he was a sophomore, sophomore, junior, <laughs> the last time they made the playoffs. So That's the year I was born, <laughs> there you go. definitely before my time. But um, yeah, we've, we've been uh, making it uh, pretty far, but just haven't gotten past that selection Sunday. Haven't received a bid, um, but I'm definitely expecting us to, to have another winning season. I think this is a talented team. Um, and I think, you know, seven to nine wins is, is definitely appropriate, you know, around that range uh, based off of our schedule. And, you know, I'm just excited, you know, to see, you know, what happens this season? You know, I, I definitely think there's high expectations. If it makes well, you feel any better, you, we haven't made the playoffs either. So, yeah, <laughs> uh, I, we only, I don't think we were ever eligible. No, I think I, I think I think Tim's talking about the college football playoffs, not the FCS. Uh, playoffs. I, I mean, yes, though. We're really, I don't think really we were both. ever actually eligible for FCS. We, it might have been like one year or somewhere in between there no. we were, but I think we weren't ever actually. We eligible. were. We were never not eligible we for the. Uh, <laughs> we were never eligible for the FCS playoffs. Yeah, not that we would have made it. We, we were ineligible <laughs> for a number of reasons. Uh, yeah, right. But yeah, we. Uh, the bracket, we, uh, bracket met up with the now, so you never know. Yep. Yeah. yeah. You let enough yeah, teams I, in, and all of a sudden we get we sneak on in. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's gonna be a tough road for us as well. I'll tell you what, though, we are. You know, a lot of these FCS FBS matchups, it's kind of like it's either a money game or just kind of a just you know the 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 FBS team getting that guaranteed W on the on the calendar. And I'll tell you that coming from us. We don't feel that way at all. We're quaking in our boots about having a ranked FCS opponent come in there. We don't have a good history against FCS opponents as an FCS team or as an FBS team. Uh, so, um, yeah, 
when, when I saw you guys were ranked, I was like, crap. This we're is not the real, same. We're, we're, we're all real worried. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the uh, I saw the CBS Sports ranking too, and I saw 101 out of you know 133 among FBS programs in the nation. And I thought, you know, we, we don't have the best record against FBS teams. So I thought, all right, well, maybe we'll start off you know the year in the win column. But you know, we'll see. We're banking like, on that rate and that <laughs> ranking. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. I did notice that Rhode Island has two wins over FBS opponents in school history, and one of them is a UConn who we play next week. <laughs> and uh, apparently, at least Wikipedia lists UConn as a rival of y'all's, uh, but it doesn't look like y'all have played each other pretty much since they went um, FBS. Do you guys con- do you consider UConn a rival? Probably not in football, maybe in basketball, because our, our right. previous head coach, uh, Dan Hurley, who just won the national championship, uh, you know, a lot of players have kind of transferred over from URI to UConn, even, you know, coaching staff members. So, Maybe gotcha. in basketball, we have an annual game with them in baseball, but probably not in football. Gotcha. Gotcha. I just I thought I thought it was interesting, uh, convenient that we uh, were playing them as well. Uh, and let, guys, you got a question for Adam? I, I like to monopolize the mic time, but if you guys got something going to ask, well, I, had go a, for it. I had a super serious question. Super, Uh-oh. super serious. Um, <clears throat> your podcast is named The Roadie Rumble. What is a roadie? That's that's a great question. You know, I, I just got a degree from Rhodey and I still ask myself that question. But um, Rhodey is, is kind of like the abbreviated term for Rhode Island um, or, you know, I guess just the Rams or the Ruckus. You know, it, it's just Rhodey. I feel like I, there's never really an introduction to what Rhodey is. But, um, yeah, the podcast is Rhodey Rumble. And I started it in 2020, my sophomore year, because there was a pandemic and, you know, there wasn't anything else to do pretty much. Which right. Is, the simple answer. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was just kind of like a playoff of words. I had this idea. It was like what rhymes with roadie and really, honestly, there wasn't much rhyme, but <laughs> you're like, uh, let's go to the alliteration instead. Yeah. I thought maybe <laughs> double R works. So I went roadie rumble, but, uh, to answer your question, our mascot is, is roadie the Ram. And I always just thought roadie was just the abbreviation for Rhode Island or the university of Rhode Island. You know, everyone, kind of just walks around saying go roadie and that's just kind of the yeah, the yeah i mean i agree but. We, well so so <laughs> we, we we talked about having you on last on last week's uh our last our after show thing whatever and ryan took real big issue with the term roadie and the definition of roadie and to me it was very well, straightforward. i didn't take issue i'm just saying it means a thing if you go to urban dictionary you'll see well, what it means that's, 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 Yes, he was very particular about this. To me, immediately, <laughs> it was Rhodey, Rhode Island. It's just It sounds like whatever. Tim points out it's a name for a, a drink on the road. I agree. Take, take a roadie with you. That. It's a, it's but a, a, a stagehand? Yes, a stagehand. A stagehand. But Ryan but went also, a completely you know, different Urban Dictionary uh, route with Rhodey. So he was excited about seeing what was going to be going on tonight. It's all good. It's all <laughs> good. It's all positive. I wasn't making fun. Exactly. Fortunately, <laughs> I I don't have any uh any drinks on me or any road drinks. I won't be making the trip on Thursday, but as <laughs> I would have a, a lineup of roadies, uh, excellent roadie and roadie drinks. So. Ryan, Ryan, we'll get a roadie set up for you. All right, <laughs> thank you. Well, my girlfriend just left town, so. Oh God. Okay. All right. Uh, so your quarterback, Kasim Hill, we actually have a history with him on a very very small uh scale. We beat Tennessee in 2019, and we won't stop thumping our chests about it. And I think that Kasim was actually on that Tennessee team that year in 2019. Is that right? I believe so. I was a freshman in 2019. I know he transferred over from Maryland. Um, mm-hmm. but I think that was even – so this is his seventh year 
of collegiate football. Um, he's right. He's draw, drawing his retirement checks yet, or you know, actually, <laughs> well, I was at Senior Day last week, and he he walked out. Uh, senior night, he walked out. I thought this was it. Um, a guy that yeah. has a lot of records for our program, and I have a few of them written down. Actually, yeah, I didn't think he was going to break the records and come back for his seventh year, but. Uh, I, I do know he had a stop in Tennessee, so I, I think that is correct. Yeah. The yeah, it looked like he was just one year in Tennessee and then uh, and then transferred to um, uh, to Rhode Island. But he seems like a, a, a very capable quarterback. He's uh, a big guy, uh, a 234, 6'3". He, he outweighs our quarterback by by about 10 pounds or whatever. It uh, looks like a guy that can throw, a guy that can run. What can you tell us about him? What should we expect to see uh, him uh, look like on Thursday night? Yeah, I mean, definitely a tall quarterback, definitely, you know, knows how to use his options, you know, whether it's in the backfield or, you know, he knows his options pretty well in the passing game as well. Um, I have, you know, some stats written down, but, you know, in passing, he has uh, ranked third in passing yards and in also within touchdowns as well, uh, touchdown passes. So um, could potentially break that this year for our program, but I think he's a guy that, you know, we're definitely happy and lucky to have back and, um, when I saw the news pop up that, you know, he had worked things out with the compliance office and the NCAA had granted him that extra year of eligibility. I was, first of all, I was shocked because I didn't, you know, you know, college is four years. I'm wondering right. how many more years of eligibility am I going to get? But, you know, um, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just grateful that he's back. And I think the roadie fans are as well, because, you know, he's definitely proven himself and, you know, now he's coming up on his you know last first game. So I think there's a lot to, uh, to accept, you know, expect from him. I think there's high expectations for him to succeed, not only in game one, but also in games two, three, four, 10, 11, and 12. So, you know, we'll see, we'll see what happens, but um, I think he's definitely the quarterback that would take us over that hump to the playoffs. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Look, be a little- I just, <clears throat> just want to add that lots of us took seven years to graduate from college now. <laughs> and with COVID, I'm really glad that they've given waivers to the athletes to take a little bit more time with theirs too, because I took, I took seven years personally. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> yeah I, you know. I would kill for that between, you know, my injuries and, you know, I didn't transfer, but you know, if I did transfer, maybe I'd get an extra year or so, but uh, injuries transferring. Um, and obviously, you know, I had two years of my four years there was COVID. So, yeah. Um, if the NCAA wants to hand me a year or two, I'll gladly take it. So. Thank you. <laughs> there you go. Uh, what do you think of your coach? You've got your coach there for uh, going on his 10th season, I believe. And looking at his, his stats, it looked like it was definitely a rocky start, but has figured things out in the past few years here, right? Yeah, I would definitely say so. Um, but I think, you know, this is definitely a hot seat year for him. And the only reason I say that is, you know, we have seen some coaching changes. This is the second or third year of our offensive coordinator coming in. We have a new defensive coordinator this year. Um, but I think, you know, if we continue to carry on and and get over that hump of, you know, again, the playoffs, and I don't want to be redundant here, but finish mm-hmm. with a winning record, um, you know, I think he can keep his job in, in Kingston. But um, you know, if, if things don't go as planned or as anticipated, I would definitely think that they may want to switch it up. You know, a lot of the other programs we've had on campus have had recent coaching changes, but I like coach Fleming a lot. Um, I think he's taken this program, you know, to, you know, a lot of, he's accomplished a lot of things in, in the nine years there. He's taken it to new heights. We've accomplished things in the last three years that we haven't in program history. Um, and actually one of the things that we accomplished under coach Fleming was one of those two FBS wins that mm-hmm. you referred to were under him so yeah but it was umass so let's not like really beat our chest too big about that one you know (laughs) yeah yeah i mean it still counts though it still counts (laughs) we're a rival of buses as well count it 
the, the world beaters UMass who uh, took it to New Mexico State over the uh, the weekend there. So yeah, no, no, that that is awesome. I think um, you know we never got to experience an an FCS win over an FBS opponent. We got that that Tennessee win, which uh, feels a lot of the same. But um, you know when they when you're playing with different hands and to come out with a win, that's always awesome. And, you know, we've been, been on the opposite side of it too many times. We opened up our stadium losing to an FCS team. So we, uh, we know how it feels. <laughs> gotta, bring that, gotta bring that memory up on David. Uh, yeah, exactly. If, if, if we're going to, if we're going to mention Tennessee, uh, beating Tennessee up there every single time, we, every chance we get, we need to remember losing to Tennessee state to open up our stadium as that's, well. We're, we're all, we're all very excited that football starting, but there's a lot of nervous injury in, injury, a lot of nervous <laughs> in, energy in our <laughs> fan base right now because of injury. <laughs> well, like one injured player, but uh, Tim, what do you got? Uh, you, injury you got questions. Yeah. yeah. What do you, what do you expect out of your defense? Like what's their strength stopping the run or stopping the pass or just kind of in the middle? Cause we need points. If you can't tell we're nervous. <laughs> yeah, I, I can definitely tell. I think I'm I'm just as nervous just playing an FBS team alone. But you know, based off of this conversation, I think I feel a little bit less nervous. So. Oh no, <laughs> we're doing it wrong, guys. That's what we do. It's a good thing I'm not making the trip. But um, yeah, no, I I think it will be interesting to see the defense. Like I said, uh, a new coaching change uh, with a new defensive coordinator. It's Chris Laurenti, who is our inside linebackers coach. Uh, he was promoted. Um, to our defensive coordinator, we also have a new defensive backs coach and Brendan Napoleon, who's actually. I believe he was one of the 30 under 30 listed coaches on 24 seven sports. So I think there's definitely a lot of potential with the coaching within the secondary, within, you know, linebackers, obviously the pass rush. Um, but if I have to, you know, talk about any area where our strength is, it probably is within pass rush or, you know, linebackers as well. Uh, one name that just stands out to me is, is linebacker Evan Stewart. Last year he was a senior is coming back for his fifth year. Uh, this year, I think he's second team all CAA honors. So, you know, just a guy that in 10 games last year uh, on and off the field was a character. You know, he a uh, great story about him. He donated uh, blood plasma uh, to save someone's life during the offseason. Um, and is now, you know, receiving one of the captain honors just for, for that and all the other contributions that he's had in the locker room. But on the field as well, you know, compliments, you know, the kind of character that he is. Um, 80 tackles, five sacks, six tackles for a loss in the 10 games that he played. So I, I just think, you know, with him. If he's able to kind of replicate the season he had last year, if he's able to stay healthy and also he's working with, you know, the linebackers coach that he had last year, who is now the defensive coordinator and we, you know, calling all the plays. So I just think, you know, that's probably where our, our biggest strength is. And, um, you know, I, I don't know how good the offensive line is for Georgia State and, you know, talk about the quarterback, but, you know, watch out for some of those uh, some of those guys off the edge and, and those pass rushers. Yeah, I saw uh, I awesome. think on our on our message board uh, talking about Tim, not to uh, cut you off there. You dropped out for a second, but yeah, yeah. it looks like uh, some of your linemen, uh, maybe your, your O-line guys are, are pretty big guys, bigger than our guys in a lot of cases. So it'll be interesting to see that matchup to see uh, how that goes. Uh, Tim, did you get your answer to your question? You... It was fantastic. Great answer. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to call you out for a second, Adam. You, I made a comment about having back-to-back -back winning seasons and you said it's three winning seasons in a row. And I went, look, it was a 2020 year, man. You played three games. You won two of the three. So it technically Ooh. was a winning season. But come uh, on. I mean, not... <laughs> you know, it is what it is. I, I'm on Adam's side on this. It counts. Listen, listen, I was there. I was watching from across the street. You know, we don't have a, a big stadium, but my dorm room, you know, I had I had a great access, a great view to the field. So, you know, I saw all three games and, and we had two. Um, so, you know, I guess I guess we can and count you, it. it 
Hey, hey, and you beat you beat a ranked Albany, so yeah, there you go. And over, hell, both of your wins were overtime. You couldn't get it done in regulation. Let's hopefully, yeah. hopefully, and they're like Albany or something. Albany, Albany. Oh, that's our oh. people. No, that's the Georgia people who don't know how to say Albany, right? All people in New York understand how to say Albany. Yeah. Yeah. We, All right. Yeah. We say like Albany or something weird. We like make it. No. We like add syllables to it and make it weird. <laughs> Maybe you from Athens says that, Ryan. Nobody else in Georgia says no, that way. No, come on, so. man. Georgia people are weird. We do. We have like Cairo, and we we call it Cairo. We have Houston. <laughs> we do call it Cairo. Houston. Just, yeah, I, I wouldn't want to see you guys try and pronounce some of the towns in Rhode Island. I lived in Narragansett last year, so hey, uh, that's the beer we drink. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. Oh, Holy yeah. crap! Yeah. What, what do you think? <laughs> it's it's actually so it's brewed in New York, but it's you know it's heavily consumed. We, that might be the drunkest I've ever been. I woke <laughs> up in my own vomit for like the first time ever. He's not kidding either. I'm not kidding. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what kind of weird uh, uh, beer dealings were going on, but when we moved into the new stadium and they had uh, beer there, it was I can't don't know how to pronounce that beer. Or whatever, we're like, what the hell is this? But we drank a lot of it. Uh, to Ryan's point, it was like point. three dollars for a tall boy in the stadium. It was the value <laughs> option. I drank a lot. <laughs> was it? Was it the Gansets? The Narragansetts? Yeah, yeah, and again, yeah, yep. And you can yeah. still, um, if if you if you came down here, like the liquor store right up the street, right next to the PVR, which is what I get, there's like Narragansett, and I'm like, all right, cool, <laughs> but I'm not gonna get it because that was a rough <laughs> night. <laughs> that first Memor- sip, like, no, memories, that tastes like vomit. Memories. <laughs> I don't drink tequila anymore either. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you there. I still drink gin though. I do. Yeah, of course. They've been even on the gin train in a while, man. It's been a while nah. since, since you've seen on gin. You're responsible, now, responsible and father gummies. and everything. So, uh, let's see <laughs> what else. What other notes did I have here? Um, uh, you, so we talked about Kasim Hill, and I think you talked about the running back. Is there anybody else we should look out for? Any other players of note um, that really stand out for the team? Yeah, I, I think you briefly mentioned the offensive line. Um, I just yeah. talk about that for a minute. Um, our offensive line has we've actually had a lot of success, you know, in recent years. It's probably been our, one of our biggest strengths, um, you know, just to name two examples over the last few years. Last year, uh, we had an offensive lineman, A.J. Cornelius, uh, who was actually considered one of the top prospects in all of college football when he hit the transfer portal. Um, and he's actually attending Oregon now. Uh, so P5 school, which is great to see out of, you know, little Rhode Island or little roadie as we call it. Um, <laughs> but um, another example being um, Kyle Murphy, uh, who graduated, I think it was my freshman year. Yeah, in 2019. So he actually a couple of years ago with, uh, was a member of the New York Giants practice squad. Uh, didn't unfortunately, unfortunately did not make yeah. the 53 man roster. But just to kind of see that success come out of Rhode Island is it's pretty nice to see. But this year we, we have uh, two guys that stand out the most, I would say. Um, Nick Correa and Lorenzo Thompson. Nick Correa is FCS preseason All-American. He's a first-team All-CA All-American, uh, or All-CA first-team as well. Um, and Lorenzo Thompson is uh, all-preseason fourth-team. So I think those guys definitely complement each other as well. And um, I'm just excited to see the kind of opportunities that they create for this offense. Um, I don't know if I mentioned the running back, but we have a new running back as well. Um, he's actually a transfer from Iowa State, Deion Silas. So uh, he shared a running back room with, uh, I think it was Brees Hall um, at uh, Iowa State, um, and also played under Rock Purdy uh, at the beginning of his collegiate career. So it's kind of cool to see him now come to Rhode Island. And I think, you know, with those two guys on the offensive line and, you know, with the opportunity to play with Kasim Hill for seventh year, um, I think yeah. you know, there's definitely um, a lot of potential for him to succeed 
you know, having that prior experience, you know, in the FBS. That's awesome. Uh, you know, obviously, obviously Rhode Island being a small state, do you, what is your recruiting like? Uh, do you get a lot of people, a lot of guys from Rhode Island, or do you find that most of the guys have to come from out of state? I think it's a little bit of both. Um, I definitely would say that we probably in the CAA have some of the most in-state recruiting. Um, football is actually, and I didn't even realize this again, I'm from New York, but um, when I came up to uh, Rhode Island, I didn't even realize you know, how big high school football was there. I actually had an internship uh, last fall in our sports department in Providence, Rhode Island. So I was going out on Friday nights and seeing some of the talent at the high school level. And it's actually, it's pretty big, you know, coming from Long Island where there's no high school football talent at all. And I, I, I don't think I attended any high school football games when I was in high school, but pretty cool <laughs> to see, you know, the energy and the atmosphere that are at some of these games. And, you know, just looking at the roster uh, each and every year, it seems like the coaching staff does a really good job at recruiting in-state, um, which is really nice to see, especially when we have our, you know, our annual uh, Governor's Cup game against Brown, um, which is an in-state rival. We always have one or two guys who are, you know, local products that I guess you could say like perform well during that game. <laughs> last year. Uh, one of our safeties was from Rhode Island, and he actually played against some of the guys uh, in high school um, who were on Brown. So I think just to kind of hear him in the press conference talk about his two interceptions and a couple of the tackles that he made and just and we obviously won that game. So just for him to kind of talk about, you know, his performance and what it's like to kind of play in that big game or that annual, you know, in-state rivalry. Uh, it's pretty cool to see. So I think it's a mix of both. Um, but I think, you know, overall, we do have a lot of Rhode Island talent, which is awesome to see for a small state in the, in the nation. That's awesome. Yeah, because typically up north, you see like everyone's just rabid NFL fans, pro ball stuff. But yeah. the, and then the, the college thing gets kind of lost in the shuffle of everything. So that's cool that uh, you got kind of got that kind of uh, fan support and everything out there. We uh, we'd kill for some of that at Georgia State. Yeah. <laughs> we have plenty just of fans. Tens of <laughs> we, hundreds. We we have we have enough fans to fill up Rhode Island. That's about it. You know we can't oh. fill up. Any- <laughs> I'm sure we'll okay, carry that, into Mass and Connecticut as well. That, so. That's 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 not true at all. We don't have that many fans. So uh, yeah, so we would not fill that <laughs> one bit. <laughs> so uh, are there any teams that Rhode Island just hates? Like we have one team that we just dislike. Don't you don't have to say it? Don't worry we don't about have to it. Say but... who they are. But is there any team in like the CAA or just FCS that Rhode Island just can't? despises yeah Fan base um, hates them yeah it's it's not a fcs or caa team but i mentioned brown they're an in-state rival um we have their number every year i, I can't remember <laughs> the last time they beat us but um it's just kind of cool you know it's kind of like a pretty cool feeling you know we're the big brother to the little brother kind of thing you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Team can, is, is pretty we cool can relate. Um, yeah we can relate yeah, yeah so when, when when they play they're not part of your conference but are they technically fcs do they count towards like your win total for as far as the playoffs go um that i don't know i mean they definitely count towards our win total but i don't yeah. know, no, I know how, like harvard i think does but i don't I, you know i don't know about the other ivy leagues but i also know that they like opt out of it, the fcs championship even if they get it to do their own yeah. little princeton freaking whatever i almost cussed uh, but their little Ivy League, their little Ivy League, whatever championship they, you know, they're like, well, we're the only ones that matter. Yeah, <laughs> we'll say this though. Sorry to cut you off. Um, we also have uh, we also have Bryant, which is one of the four Division One teams as well. Um, well, one of three in football, but Providence College doesn't have a football team. But um, Bryant, as well as is one of the teams that we play every year. And actually, I saw that they will be joining the CAA um, in 2024. That'll be in effect oh, cool. in 2024. And they're an in-state rival as well. So I think that will definitely become more of a rivalry 
Um, but the Governor's Cup has always been uh, URI Brown. But as far as, I guess, just CAA rivalries go, I think UNH is, is definitely one. Um, New Hampshire, they they kick us every year. I mean, <laughs> last year we, we basically won that game, but a call that was awful in the end zone where, you know, the refs were saying that a guy had dropped the pass for a touchdown in overtime, but, um, you know, there's no instant replay. We uh, know, we know, we, we know that all too well. Even with instant replay, they still they're, managed they're to screw it up. So it, don't worry listen, about it. It costed us a playoff appearance too, because we only missed Ooh. it by, you know, a game or two. So if yeah. we had won that UNH game. Um, I think it was on the road too. Yeah. And we have them at home this year. If we had won that game on the road. I mean, we probably could have been talking about a playoff appearance. Now, I don't know what we would have done in the playoffs, but still, since 85, we haven't made it. So I think – Yeah, the goal is to make it, right? Definitely a team that I, I, I do not like to see. So, so has, <laughs> has, the, has the CAA stayed pretty stable? since? I mean, I know, like, when we left, it, there was – like, it was pretty good in basketball. Um, and and, and uh, as far as the FCS goes, I think pretty strong in football too. Um, is, is it stayed pretty stable and competitive and um, like a good conference to be in? Yeah, I mean, I can always speak for football because we're an Atlantic 10 school. Um, sure. For basketball and um, and baseball and, and soccer and all those other sports and, and programs. Uh, but for football, I, I would definitely say it is um, probably more, you know, one of the more competitive conferences in the FCS. Yeah. Um, now, to be honest with you, I don't really follow much of the FCS outside of the CAA. So we I'm didn't either. Biased, but um, yeah, no, I, I would definitely say it's competitive. And I, I would say that it's usually a two to three bid uh, league, at least over the last few years, you know, in the FCS playoffs. Um, but I think it's like South Dakota State or North Dakota State. If that sounds correct, they're always winning it. All right. Excellent. Excellent. Gonna, yeah, yeah, no, I just, you know, I, I know there's probably some throwback folks listening that, um, they just have been following for a, the team for a long time and, and, you know, can reminisce on CAA stuff. So <laughs> I was going to ask you about some of the defections from FCS to FBS, but if you don't follow anything outside of the CAA, it's not really a great question, right? I mean, I, I follow FBS football, but not, um, and as the FCS, I only really follow the CAA. So who's your, who's your FBS team you follow? Uh, Maryland. Maryland. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Kasim Hill, man. Then you were, you knew him well when he uh, uh, was back there. Yeah. Well, I, I, I actually, I, I actually did I, see a stat of his. It was, uh, got me scared when he was at Maryland. I think he, he said a, a Terp, uh, Terpin's uh, record 80, 84 passes to start the season with no interceptions. Wow. And I'm like, yeah, that's a, that's an impressive stat. And that was when he was um, a sophomore or something like that. So, yeah, to be honest with you, I, I just started following them within the last year. <laughs> my sister, my sister is a freshman there this year. So I'm, I had to pick a team. So Maryland is my team now. So I guess I'm going yeah. to you know? Yeah. Well, my sister has a zillion degrees from Tennessee, but I'm not putting on that ugly ass orange color anytime soon. So I had to, I had to, you can hold you, a over her too. So <laughs> I had to mute for a second. Cause my kid was talking to me, but were we talking about how ugly the Maryland colors are? <laughs> <laughs> it, it's just that uh, flag thing. They put in there at the, the yellow and black uh, was, checkerboard thing. It was the under armor when they were trying to compete with like Nike with like the Oregon type jerseys, they went to Maryland and they made the flag a Jersey and it's the ugliest flag in the country. <laughs> and, and I live in Georgia, right? We've got, we got a pretty ugly flag. So <laughs> like, 
<laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll agree with you guys on the blue and white because everything I own is is blue and white. So I, I actually have to start wearing more red when I go down and visit her at Maryland. But um, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. Uh, you guys got anything else for Adam before we uh, let him get back to his life in Rhode Island? Long All right, I got one. Qu- I got one question for you. What's your uh, What's your honest uh, opinion on the outcome of the game? What do you think it's going to uh, turn out to be? Well, I mean, I was talking about it with m- one of my friends that works with the team. Um, I actually was able to hang out with him a few days ago before he moves back into school, mm-hmm. um, and he was telling me that yeah, he was pretty confident that we would beat you guys based okay. on just the recent success. But I just thought. You know, FBS team, no way we're winning this game. I mean, we went to Pitt last year, and there, we didn't stand a chance at all. We played well. I mean, individual stats were, were great, but team success, not so great. Um, but I'm pretty optimistic. I think, you know, if there's going to be a, a big game that URI could win, um, outside of, obviously, the CAA or FCS, um, I think it is this game. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know, you know, what the sched- rest of the schedule holds. I'm pretty confident that we can, again, finish over 500. And I think we have a talented roster uh, to do that um, right. as well as coaching staff. But um, I think it'll I think it'll be a close and competitive game. I mean, you know, I, I'm, I don't know if you're looking for a score prediction, but uh, yeah, I don't know exactly. Whatever you're comfortable with. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I, I would say that you're probably on the same page as most of us. <laughs> <laughs> but we're, we're just, you're hoping for a good competitive game and we're scared of a good competitive game. <laughs> we're, we're terrified of it. It all depends on what you do with Granger. That's it. Exactly. Just make yeah. it close and, and hopefully we walk away with the win. But if we don't, I mean, we'll see what happens. I think you guys beat us in basketball a few years ago. So, or last year. Um, so, We'll see. Uh, well, if, if we beat you last year, it had to be here in Were Atlanta because we, we, no, didn't no. Any, we didn't win any road <laughs> games last year. <laughs> well, last year, we it was a cancellation because we had COVID. So we didn't. Oh, we oh yeah, yeah. I remember I, I remember that now. I remember that now. Yeah, so yeah. never mind, actually. We, well, that's a W then. We're good. It's a, it's a win <laughs> for you because we, we had COVID. Um, I think the year before it was a home and home. So we, I think, might have beaten you at home. Yeah. Probably. Right. So I'm, I'm trying to trying to look up if I can. Sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't wouldn't surprise me. But our basketball has been pretty like oh, pretty, pretty on on like pretty good uh, for no, we, quite some time now. So what'd you get, David? We uh we played we we lost to uh, Rhode Island um in 2021 up there. Oh man, y'all beat the hell out of us, 94 to 59. Oh wow, that's just that y'all, was, y'all should uh, be like put into jail for that. That was that was our last season with our previous head coach. Um, not the coach that is now with UConn, but coach after yeah. him who was fired from us uh, this past year. We, oh, good. Uh, we good. Had, good. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah it, was, it was definitely fun to cover. Um, but uh, yeah, no, that was like the best game of the year. For us. Yeah, yeah then we beat you guys you last year. <laughs> you were one of our very few wins last season uh, down here. 75 66 in basketball so well hopefully we will uh continue playing you guys in basketball we could talk to you some more about uh uh roadie uh basketball and everything i've enjoyed talking with you man i don't know if uh, other guys they'll probably say that you're a jerk or something because they're not as nice as i am so (laughs) this was fine what are you talking about adam where are you at Uh, well, thanks, thanks for joining us, Better Adam. Than a lot uh, of guests that we have on, I'll tell you that. That's true. <laughs> no, that's true. Uh, thanks, for, thanks for joining us. Best of luck to your uh, your team uh, after uh, after Thursday for the rest of the season, and uh, we'll be pulling for you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Best of luck to you guys as well. Cool. Thanks, Adam. Take care. Thank yeah. you.
That's it for us this week. Thank you for listening. Please follow us on Twitter at State of Atlanta or on Facebook at facebook.com slash State of Atlanta. And if you enjoy what you're listening to, please rate and review us on your podcast app. Thank you very much, and go Panthers.